Hey guys, this is Dr. Cassandra Joseph. Join me on my journey to create something epic, to create my ground up startup. Listen to my wins, my struggles, and everything in between. Check out my journey on creating Odyssey Dental Summerfield. Is cold over there right now? Yeah, it's like 30 degrees. Jesus, my gosh. Over here, we think it's cold, and it's like 50 or 60, and, and we have like three heaters. No, on. we'll take that. <laughs> no, we'll take 60. Is it snowing? Yeah, that's like I know, yeah. Is it snowing? No, it's not snowing. No, it's not snowing. Um, No, not yet. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> February for us. February, March. That's when it snows? Yeah, like once or twice. We don't get a lot of snow in the south. Hmm. I would think like that's like the springtime where it's more like, well, you know what? Everything's dying down now and then there's no more snow or anything like that. But that's interesting. No, no. Like we get four seasons and four days here in the south for some reason. Like last week it was like 69 degrees the high. So, Jeez. yeah. So it's completely like it's all varies. I know, yeah. I was thinking the other day, like, what is, has your town been on any, like, cooking, like, you know how, like, uh, Guy Fieri's Diners Dash, or Diners Dives in, you know what I mean? Like, any cooking show? Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I know, I don't know if mine, well, not my, not the town that I'm practicing, and that's for sure, no. They don't have that, <laughs> they don't have any of that. They have, like, maybe three restaurants. But, um, <laughs> like three the restaurants. major town that I live in, maybe, probably, um, the major town that I live in, maybe, but um, not the small little town that I'm, that I practice in. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I was wondering that the other day. I was like, I wonder if she has, like, any, like, really, like, uh, you know, like, name, like, oh, my God, the top chef is in that, but I don't know, you know what I mean? It yeah, depends, because I was watching some, some of that. But anyways, okay, you feeling ready? I'm feeling ready. Alrighty then, so... Last time we, I have some notes already. See, I'm getting better at this. So this time what we're going to be talking about is, wait, really quick. Were you off on Monday or do you close on Monday or no? I was, uh, um, no, I was, no, I worked on MLK Day, if that's your question, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, do you, because I remember in the practice that I used to work at, they didn't have off and I'm like, oh, we should have off. Are you? Planning? We should have off, but it was too late. Like, it's a good thing that patients booked, but it was also like, but no, MLK Day. We were by the time I realized it was MLK Day, and I watched the day off. It, I already had like four patients, so I was like, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, at the same time, that's when like a lot of people brought their families too. I remember so. That's a good day, too. You know what I mean? To do exactly. That, so. It was a productive day. It was a productive day because you're right. All the kids come and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you do anything special? Like, any specials? Like, hey, bring your family on this day or anything like that or not? No, I haven't done really any specials. And if I have tried, I haven't been successful. Like, I remember for Black Friday, I was like, okay, Black Friday, I'm going to have, like, four great things to choose from. Like, a new patient special, um, white name special and something else i don't remember no mm. one called about it no one got excited so this town dentistry 
Yeah, I would think it's more like on Black Friday, people are like technology, Amazon, you know what I mean? Like TVs and stuff like that. Not so much. Uh... Yeah, but I thought the lightning would come on the lightning. Like, I don't know why. I don't know. I, like like you said, in the beginning at the start, you just throw spaghetti at the wall. You hope that something will stick. <laughs> <laughs> something will stick. So right now, as of today, you've never, or oh, you're no, not doing... Hold do- on, Mike. Uh-huh. There's something in the background, Michael. We don't hear anything on our back, on our end. It's just you and me. I don't know. Do you That's hear it crazy. still? I wish I could record it. Yes, it's like someone's like talking in the background. I was hearing dogs before. First, I thought you had a dog. Like, you like I think you should hang up and call me back. Right now? Yeah, okay. Let me... Are you... Wait, really quick. Are you on your... By any chance, do you have a landline or no? No, I don't have a landline. We're too, we're too young. We're too not, we're not old school enough. Jeez, one of these days. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, let me. It's so um, weird. Like, literally, someone's having a, a conversation in the background that I hear. That's kind of scary. But okay, let me hang up and then I'm gonna call you back right now. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna think I'm crazy. It was my fault. Instagram was open, playing people's stories in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Wow, we but hey, you can do that. Your phone allows you to do that. You can still do all that stuff. I guess. I think. I think maybe right before you called, I was like on Instagram. I guess I don't even remember. It goes so quickly, and then all of a sudden, I hear the stories in the background because it wasn't on mute. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, Michael, someone's tapping in." And <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah. well, you know, what we have to say is so important. But <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. That's good though. Crazy has happened this week, but um, everything is going really well. Like I'm just like on the fence. Like, should I just stick with Delta Dental, or should I possibly try to be in network with more? But right now, I'm seeing. I'm, I already saw. How many new patients have I seen? So far, 40 new patients. And today is the 21st, and I still have a, a lot more to go. Mm-hmm. So I don't um, know what the point of taking more insurances will, yeah. will do for me at this point. I think if you're asking yourself that question, then that's like the answer. Like, should I really? I mean, I don't feel like it. Then you probably shouldn't, right? I think the people who are taking it, it's more like, we are advising you to take it or else you're going to go underwater, right? And it's like, oh, I need to do something. And then they may take, I don't know. That's my, because I feel like you're doing really good. You know what I mean? As far as you're already paying your bills, right? I mean, you're making enough to pay the bills. So then. Yeah, fine. Yeah, I am. Actually, I am. But the bills don't really roll in until February. Real, the big bills. So. What's the big bills? To, like when. The mortgage, when the, my mortgage really starts um, in February, you know, they, they do like a, a smaller payments in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then after a certain point, there are bigger payments. It's mm. kind of like a gradual thing. Most dental loans are a gradual pay, payback type of process. So, gotcha, gotcha. February okay. when the big, the big, the big, the big check is going to go out. 
Gotcha. So that's what I'm waiting for is to see like how's everything gonna pan out. I, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. But that's just another milestone. <laughs> Okay. Let's talk about, because we did get um, questions on how are you block scheduling? So... Oh, someone asked a question? Yeah. I mean, we got multiple of those. Like, how is she... Like, we got multiple about block scheduling, and then somebody said, um, can you ask Cassandra about how is she block scheduling her everything? So... Because remember how in the last episode you talked about that? So, if you can break yeah, down to like us... Yeah, after a while, too many new patients. Too, much, too many new patients. Yeah. I'm like, no, I need to make money. <laughs> yeah. So how you doing it now? Okay. Okay. So my daily goal, I have this set in my practice management software, mm-hmm. where I just want thirty three hundred per day, which is not like a big number, but for a startup, it's it's, it's a it's a goal. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I want thirty three hundred. And they could tell when they're booking patients if we're meeting our goal, if we have exceeded our goal, or if we're under our goal. So let's say they see 3,300 or 3,000, go to the next day. If the patient wants a Tuesday and that Tuesday already has a $3,300 day, go to another day that seems to be a $973 day. Try to see if you can find another Wednesday where the production's really low. So basically, you're guaranteeing yourself that hopefully you'll have a productive day that day versus having that yo-yo effect where one day you're producing 800, one day you're producing 4,000, one day you're producing 100. Ooh, <laughs> but yeah. you're busy every day, but unproductive. So that's one that's one way to, to schedule, schedule production. Or what, the other thing I do is that I put blocks in where I say this is only for production, meaning you cannot put a new patient in there. And that helps local med because local med can't stick a new patient in there. And that also helps my um, front desk. She knows she needs to add a production patient. So if a patient calls or if after I present a treatment plan, the patient's ready to schedule their crown or their quadrant of dentistry, um, she'll put them there. So that's how I do it. So before I was a startup, when I was an associate, I would do a crown in the morning and a crown after lunch. And that would guarantee that, you know, I would have a 3,000 plus day. Ooh. So that's what I would do. Right now, as a new practice owner, you may not have enough crowns to treatment plan to do one crown in the morning and one crown in the afternoon. I know I don't think I have enough crowns yet treatment plan, so mm-hmm. I can't really do that. But I have production blocks where I just have, you know, one in the morning and one in the afternoon for like an hour and a half for like bigger cases like a crown or quadrant of dentistry or a patient I want a new denture, you know, something like that. And of course, one day before, you know, around lunchtime or a little bit before lunchtime, if we notice it's still not full, we remove that block for local med to fill for us, or we try to fill it with another patient that wants to, to be seen sooner than later as a new patient. Or if an emergency calls in, we, we fill it. Like, for example, we had a block mm-hmm. for, for Thursday. It's coming up, but tomorrow's my day off, which is a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So... We basically removed that block and gave it to a new patient that wanted to be seen sooner. Gotcha. So it worked out that, yes, we blocked it, but it wasn't filled. So we still managed to be productive by filling it with, you know, a last minute new patient, which is still a decent amount of money. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. it's better to have at least a $433 new patient versus zero 
but it's just making sure you're intentional and you have meetings about it saying hey guys on the 23rd our production numbers are really low let's see what we could do with the patients that are coming in today and tomorrow to see if we could fill that void or get to our goal and they really do try they're like oh you know, if a patient comes in as a new patient, would you like to get your crown done on this day? Would you like to get your fillings done on this day? You know, we have something available. Or if a patient, like I said, scheduled out, we call them. So it's just being intentional. That's all Got I you. And then the, so when you say sometimes you leave it up to local med, in a week, how often do does like local med actually make an appointment? Does it make anything or? You said does local med say like, again, like I'm like, for example, like in a week, because you said um, sometimes you'll leave it up to local med once you've made the schedule. So, like, in a week or in a month, um, do you see appointments coming in through local med or not really? Oh, I want to say, like, 75% of my new patient appointments are through local med. Like, yeah, most of my patients are booking online. Oh. Well, most okay. of my patients. Like, I don't know. And it's not just the young millennials, like, all age groups are booking online. Yeah. I can't even But some people are like, oh, my, my patient population's older. Well, their kids are helping them here. And some of them just get online and they book. Like, they have email. Like, I had a patient that was, what, 70-something giving me a Google review? Yeah, that's good, <laughs> man. Yeah, and she went online and filled out all her, her, all her new patient forms ahead of time, her medical, her dental. She's seventy something, and she filled it out all online. So they're ahead to the game, I I think. Yeah. So don't underestimate the geriatric population. Yeah. They're no. winning. I think so. so too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think they're winning too. Like they're 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 really good. But um, at the same time, okay. So then, that happened this week. Um, for example, if you can let us know, like, what did you? Are you block scheduling this week then, or? Do oh you, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, 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 block scheduling, but really production scheduling, meaning I looked at my schedule like a week in advance or two weeks, mm-hmm. and I noticed that I was getting a lot of new patients, a lot of new patients, and just by the nature of the game, if all you see is new patients all day, the most you could make is about 1400 because a new patient exam is about $400, 400 $430, and if you're networked with the Delta the devil is two seventy five. <laughs> Delta the devil, <laughs> I like that. Delta is like horrible. That's the only one I'm in network with. And my new patient exam fee and X rays and profi is four thirty three, but with Delta it dropped down to two seventy five. And Man. every time I see that write off, I'm like, oh my gosh. So Man. you have to factor, even if you're efficient. And you see all those patients. So let's say you see six new patients. Mm-hmm. So for your full fee, that's not that much. Like it's like six times four thirty three. You're looking at let's see four thirty three. Well, I guess it's not horrible, right? Two two thousand five hundred about. Uh, but imagine if you got all of it, though. I mean, that'd be. Exactly. So uh-huh. if you do Delta dental patients all day, you're talking about sixteen hundred dollars, Michael. Imagine, but imagine there's people who like are with tons of insurances and even HMOs and stuff like that. Like, how do they? Jeez, it makes you wonder. I don't, right? You know what? They, 
I, I told I told I told my receptionist, I was like, I just could only imagine if you're getting paid sixty dollars for a profi, like can you really spend quality time with your patients cleaning their teeth and really getting to know them? Do you have mm-hmm. it can you afford it? <laughs> like I don't know. I don't think you can. So yeah. that's why I'm even going down that rabbit hole because it doesn't match my practice vision. Right. So I just think to Delta Dental. The only reason why I take Delta Dental, I don't know if I told you this before, the other people in the community take it. So I mm-hmm. didn't want to be that one dentist that just moved in. I'm like, no, I don't take Delta. So. So, yeah. No, yeah. I get you. I get you. Maybe so I eventually. take Delta, but I'm really contemplating should I let them go because the write-offs are pretty steep, Michael. Like, it's pretty, like, I give them so much of my money. So I think last <laughs> month, my write-off from Delta and stuff. Actually, I don't know the number, but it was over three thousand. I was like, you know how much I could advertise on Facebook with three thousand dollars? That's a lot of money. Huh? That's a good I'm way like, to look at it. Sure yeah. Other, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I could get other patients for three thousand dollars. I promise you, I, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that viewpoint. Okay, so that's yeah. how you're block scheduling, and then that at the same time, that's the insurance you accept. So. The next question is, talk to us about your Instagram story influencer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, couple. They're called Stormy and Tim Covington. And they're oh. like a power couple. They give um, a lot of advice for other couples. They are real inspirational, really nice people. And they just made an appointment as new patients, and they came in. And they had a really good new patient experience. And they were just really complimentary. And they took videos of this place. And I didn't realize they took videos. They took videos and a bunch of pictures. You know, usually I'm moving around. So I don't notice these things. So they mm-hmm. were in the relaxation room, the lounge, the check-in, check-out. They were just taking pictures and videos. And they had opportunity to post it on Instagram. And they had a chance to let their friends see it. And their friends commented. And they were saying, you need to go see this doctor. And literally that same day and the next day, like three or four of their friends on Instagram made appointments. Really? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my yes. I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And then he went on Google and left me a really nice review. Like, you must read the whole interview, he said, in captions. <laughs> like, if this is not your dentist. It needs to be your dentist. Like, really nice and edifying. Um, did, yeah. Did yeah, I- right now. Uh-huh. Go on. Oh, I was going to ask just did um how did you get this person to come in? Like how did they find out about you or this couple? You know, it's always the wives. <laughs> it's always the wives <laughs> that get their husbands coming. Uh-huh. Like they make the appointments for their husband or they tell their husbands about us. The mm-hmm. husband makes the appointment. That's what I find. They, they saw me on Instagram. I think his wife saw me on Instagram and told her husband, hey, what about this person? Do you want to go like, you know, to this office, just like, yeah, let's give it a try. No big deal, I guess. And then they came to the doors and they were impressed with us. They were happy with our customer service. And then after that, they left being raving fans and flash ambassadors. So, yeah. Man. So you found them or they found you through Instagram, basically, right? And Instagram stories yeah, is... Facebook, Facebook. Oh, Facebook. So this is not through Instagram then? It's not, but they have an Instagram and a Facebook account. Mm -hmm. But they found me. Most people find me through Facebook, and every now and then they 
overlap on Instagram, I would say. But some people do find me on Instagram, too. Like, I say use all your resources. So I've had patients tell me Instagram, but most patients tell me Facebook. Mm. And because they've seen my face and seen my pictures and have read about my vision or they understand my core values or what I'm about in the community, they come, like, excited already. Um, and they just put a – now they finally see me in person. So I feel like those patients are more loyal, Michael. I don't, I don't know what it is. They've been following the journey for almost a year because, you know, I started building the practice since – February, mm-hmm. and a lot of them started from the beginning, just watching the progression and the anticipation, and now we're finally here. They feel like they're part of it. So when it comes to the door, they're like, "Yeah, I'm so happy you opened. I've been following your journey." And I don't know, they're just really nice patients. They're really nice patients. They're not just price. They're not just shopping for price. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. They're not shopping for like the cheapest cleaning or that free whitening that you get they're like actually coming because they feel like they could connect they connect with you or they can connect with you but they just have to see if it actually happens and usually it does like they're excited we're like talking we're chatting for like the first 15 minutes like in the consultation room about the process and how excited i am to be in summerfield and they're like you know i'm so proud of you like we talk about everything and then we finally work in some dentistry (laughs) (laughs) that's good yeah Uh that's usually how it goes yeah, like building building the relationship, I think, is, um, I mean, that's always important, but, like, I mean, that's the most important because I feel, actually, do you ever get that feeling, like, when, like, you tell me you can only take in how many new patients? Like, five to seven, right, a day to get, like, give them quality care, right? Do you think... Exactly. Do you think the people who get, like, more than that don't give quality care or... You know, it depends on their business model. I feel like if they have a hygienist, they probably could see more people. If they have more assistance, they could see more people. I just don't have all the those team members yet. I, it's just me and my assistant and the front desk person. So, like, there's really no downtime for either one of us at this moment. Either Shantae's greeting the patients or Jackie's giving them the tour and taking x-rays and I'm coming up with a treatment plan. Like, there's always something to do. So who's going to take care of that? The other 50 patients that walk through the door, like, there's no room for, like, more than um, one column at this point because I don't have another assistant. I feel like you need one assistant per chair for patients to feel like they're not waiting too long, everything works seamlessly, but I don't have that luxury. But eventually, like, when I have, like, a hygienist, I can see new patients in my first column, dedicate my time and attention to them, but maybe their second appointment could be a hygiene appointment. So... My hygienist could be seeing them for their second hygiene appointment and I could be doing a filling and, you know, I could be productive in two columns. I could see that where you could you can see more new patients. Or, for example, if you have a kid profi, they may not need to be booked on my schedule because it's a kid, you know, a five-year-old. But yeah, I don't think they care so much about the new patient experience. They just want their toys and balloons, which we do anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's me time, very, very little me time, very little me time. So in between patients, I could do a kid checkup real quick, but I would say we would want to book them with the hygienist mm-hmm. instead of booking them with me. So mm-hmm. we would probably be able to see more kids, um, more teenagers maybe. Um, I could see myself being able to see more new patients and still keep up the quality if I had more more team members. But as far as like 100 new patients and one doctor, 
Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think you're like at that point that. though, like to hire another team member now, almost? You know, I'm real conservative. My thing is, once my collections and my production catch up to one another, then I'll feel more comfortable. Like for example. Right now, yes, I'm producing. You know, people tell you, oh, I produced a million dollars this month. Yeah. Like, okay, the question is, how much did you collect? We yeah. can't wait for this year to give you your money. <laughs> yeah. You know, unless you take no assignment of benefits, you know, then you're good. I guess you're like, just pay me, you know, the money up front, you know. And that's mm-hmm. nice. But as a startup, that's a hard pill for patients to swallow. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. I take assignment of benefits. So that just means. I, you have a copay to pay. Even then, they sometimes kind of gripe. Not often, but every now and then, they're like, $25. I never had to pay $25 before my last dentist. Oh, my and gosh. Then we have to do that conversation where we're not in network. They're like, oh, okay. And they don't have a problem with it. They just want to see, you know, I guess, are we sure? Because they never had to do it before. They mm. usually pay without a problem. But... Long story short, I have to wait for checks to come in. Yeah. So, so right now, my production is one number, but my collection is a lower number. And my theory is once they kind of, you know, are in line, I would feel more comfortable increasing my overhead, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, right now, I have enough to pay the bills, but I just don't want to stress myself too thin. And I'm, like, really stressing over, like, paying, like, a hygienist, which a hygienist after the doctor is the most expensive team member, you know? Yeah. So, I guess, yeah, yeah. you're right, right. And I'm still trying to figure things out. And I'm still trying to figure things out. So how would the flow be if I have a hygienist? Would the new patient experience just be the experience plus the exam and the treatment plan? And then next appointment would be the hygiene appointment for the profi. And all we would do is book her profis all day. Or will we also, you know, somehow figure out a way to have the new patient experience, the exam, the treatment plan, and the cleaning? So it's just working all these things out. I think you you need to kind of do it first before you throw someone in it, because then before you know it, it may become disastrous when you're trying to figure out while they're there. So I like staying a little bit more organized than that. So I say, okay, let me give myself some time to really think about what would be best for the patient flow, mm-hmm. for the team, and also for the new patient experience as well. So eventually, I think I'm going to get there where I'm just going to hire someone like one day a week and see how it goes. You know, are they paying for themselves? <laughs> yeah. And then keep adding days until we do go full time. I definitely know by six months I'll need someone because that's when all the recalls are coming back. But for now, I'm just kind of taking it slow and feeling things out. But I definitely would love to have a hygienist because, you know, I could be more productive than a cleaning at this point. Mm-hmm. But I also want a general assistant. Like, the next hire, I definitely yeah. need to be a general assistant. And I'm thinking... Um, March. That's what I told my team. March, when all the collections should be like pretty much good, we'll get a dental assistant. So mid February, I'm gonna start looking for one, which is in what pretty much three weeks, right? My gosh, yeah. Jeez. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So then that that's when you're gonna hire the next person, like around March. Now, yeah. Let's talk about. There is. Okay, Every, there's a point in, you know, as you're growing your business, you you want to do some marketing and, or you just, how do I word this right, Cassandra? <laughs> like you want to, 
you depend on companies, right, to help you. And so you pay them, right? Do you think it is a good idea? Give me your thoughts on... Actually, just talk to us. Talk to us about what's been happening so far with your... Because technically, you... For marketing, you've been doing Facebook, right? Which you... It's been very, very successful. Ground marketing. You've also been doing, I guess, organic social media. And then, um, which I guess is the same as Facebook, right? Uh, Facebook ads. But you've also been, and reviews, but you've also been doing Google ads, right? And other things? No, I really haven't started Google ads. The goal was to start Google ads before I opened my door so I could get new patients. But the company I hired failed me miserably. And um, really didn't get their act together to really um, optimize that opportunity of getting new patients in before I opened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was just a lot of money spent and zero results. I think they finally turned on the Google reviews for, I don't know, one or two days. I'm not sure what they said, but they said that one patient called and they didn't even schedule <laughs> And they spent like $128 of my ad spend. I gave them a $1,000 ad spend. I was like, hey, put some Google ads out there so I can get new patients. You know, I'm about to open. I want new patients calling, especially emergency patients, like low-hanging fruit, patients that are in pain, patients that want to see you soon. I'm like, okay, I'm open on Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. Most dentists are closed on Friday and Saturday, so I'm actually open, and then I'm available Tuesday. So on Wednesday, on Monday night, turn on my Google ads for emergencies, and on Thursday, turn on my Google ads for emergencies for Friday and Saturday. So that was that's what I told them specifically. And, you know, the way SEO and Google ad work, SEO takes time. I understand that. But Google ads, literally, you pay Google, and you should get some ads going. I assume that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what, that's what it seems like when I read about it. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened. It was like I was getting a lot of like back and forth, back and forth. But at the end of the day, zero results, no accountability, no reports to show me how how well things were going or if they did anything. But every month they were just drafting money out of my account for what? For managing my Google ad account. I'm like, but you only spent a hundred dollars. <laughs> But I'm paying you more to manage it than you have been. I was like, this is crazy. So yeah. I just told him, no, thanks, but no thanks. I want to move on. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I just want to move on. Okay. And um, but now they don't want me to move on. They yeah. won't give me a refund. They're, oh wow, they so, still haven't given you a refund. Four thousand dollars later. Four thousand dollars later, zero cases and no refund. Jeez, my gosh. Okay, yes, so. Yes, but I'm like, who does that? But anyway. Oh, yeah, they do. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully, we'll give you some type of refund. I'm still waiting. Now, what company have you gone with now? Now, I'm going with Crimson Media with Shane Simmons. I'm super excited. Like, I had a chance to talk to him several times. My team has had a chance to talk with him literally he has done more for me within a few days than the company that I worked with for months has done. In a week, he's he was able to talk to my team, get them on board, let them know what type of verbiage to use to get wow. patients. So right now, I'm getting good new patient flow, but you know I'm trained as a comprehensive dentist, so I like doing surgery, IV sedation, wisdom teeth, implant dentistry, more comprehensive things, smile designs, and I'm like, 
okay, these new patients are great. They're amazing. I love them. They're building up the practice. But now it's time to do focused marketing. Like, I want focused marketing, more productive cases where I don't have to see 10 patients a day to be productive. I love just sitting there with my patients sedated and comfortable and doing, like, bigger cases where I could do, you know, a full mouth rehabilitation or I could do full mouth extractions, implants, and dentures in, like, three hours and be done for the day. Like, I love doing those things. So I was like, okay, let me get with Shane and Crimson Media and start focusing on Google AdWords and Facebook ads to do that. And that's what he's going to bring to the table. He's going to really help me build that authority in the community and get me those specific type of patients that I want. So I am mm-hmm. super excited. So I can't wait. Okay, so that's awesome. Where we're at. So he's doing he's doing what? The SEO, the Google ads, and that's it? Or... He's doing SEO, Google AdWords, and he's also doing some Facebook marketing, but more focused Facebook marketing, like for like implant specific things. Mm. That's what he's doing for me. Okay, so then we'll see. We'll see, right? Like uh, we, Shane, if you're listening, we put you out there. Gotta, <laughs> we gotta make this happen. Right? <laughs> yeah. So um, exactly, exactly. Um, because he told me he even gave me statistics. He goes, "You're ranked at 25 right now." Someone did like an organic search, like in California or Timbuktu, I would show up like on, not page 25, on as number 25, rank 25, mm-hmm. you know, for dentists, I guess, in this community. And, you know, he's hoping, you know, with time, you know, I'll get higher up on the page. Because when I go myself, of course, I show up pretty high because I'm local. And, you know, with the cookies and things like that, it kind of knows what you're searching. But someone that doesn't have, you know, the local presence that I have or have the cookies, I'm 25. So mm. I can't wait to see myself on page one and then even like top five, top three would be great. Yeah. So I can't we'll wait to see, see like we'll see. no pressure, the, no pressure. <laughs> I know no pressure, Shane, but uh, pressure. No, but I can't wait to see the uh, the big cases you're going to be doing. That's that's something I heard that exactly. I'm really going to document them. Like I have a smile design coming in this Thursday, like um, DSD. So I'm super excited to like present it to her because she's the one that get left me a really good Google review. And I'm going to do this, like, um, smile design presentation for her. So I'm going to record it, take pictures. So I can't wait because she's getting married soon. So she's real excited and want, wants to really invest in her smile. So, this gonna yeah, be good. can't wait. Okay. And so let's also talk to me about the lady who owns a boutique and has a huge Facebook group. What she do for you? Oh, my gosh. Yes. So... Mm-hmm. This lady owns a boutique. She also has a Facebook group that has like 15,000 members. It's like, it's called Greensboro Cash Mob. And actually, I have a lot of patients that come from that group, a lot of patients, which is why I was very intentional about going to her boutique in the mall. And it's like a sketchy mall. But still, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go visit her. Yeah, it really is. I'm going to mm-hmm. go visit her and just let her know how much I appreciate her. So I, I gave her like, um, a custom bag that I had made from people in my office to give them like gifts. I put tissue paper in it, I put hygiene stuff, and I gave her a Sonicare and I presented it to her and she wasn't even there. I just left it and I brought a few things from her shop and then I left her a Facebook review about her. I did a check-in and then I left her like a Facebook review and she was so appreciative about that. And then 
within a few days, she really came out to the community, her Facebook community, and wrote like a nice post about how she appreciated me for coming into her business and doing business with her company and also bringing her gifts and showing my appreciation of her having such an amazing Facebook group that has brought in a lot of patients. And that post, at least 60 plus people like that post, plus it was seen by probably over 5,000 people, plus about 10 plus people commented, oh, thank you so much for hmm. you know letting me know about her. I need to make an appointment. I'm excited. I have an appointment. Some people said they had an appointment. They're about to have an appointment. Or some people actually gave testimonials about, oh, I've been there. It is an amazing experience. It's epic. You definitely need to go visit her. So that alone brought more patients to the table. Um, so, and it cost me zero dollars, Michael, zero dollars. And every like time I have something great going on and I post about it on my Facebook page, which is a business page, mm-hmm. I post it, I post it in that group. She allows me to post in that group. I just send it to like the group and then she like approves it and then she posts it. And that's why I like kind of keep that relationship with her. But if she doesn't fill your post, she won't post it. She'll like, mm, I don't like the grammar. I don't like this. I don't like that. Like, so she's really strict. Like, She's really strict. Wow. um, What is the group about? What is the Facebook group about? Like, it's a... It's about entrepreneurs. It's it's, it's other entrepreneurs in the community. That's all the group is about. Other opportunities. If you're, like, looking for, like, a handyman, you can just post it. Hey, I'm looking for a handyman. Or I'm looking for a painter. I'm looking for a a restaurant to cater my party. You just put out your services that you offer or that you're looking for. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all. That's and all you you found that casually, or you were searching for that group, or what? No, I have no idea how I found this. I just know, like in the beginning, before I even opened, I found it, and I just kept posting on it. Like whenever I had like a Facebook live, and I thought it was a good one, I would post on it. I'm like, here's the, here's how it's going, guys. Because you know, as a startup, I feel like I I'm really invested in the startup community. Other uh, other entrepreneurs understand each other very well, especially if you're doing like a dental startup. Mm-hmm. I really want to help my dental startup because I know the struggle is real. So I think it's the same thing with this group. There's a lot of entrepreneurs, small entrepreneurs. Like some people are just working from home. Some people are working with Fortune 500 companies. Some people aspire to be entrepreneurs. So there's a lot of support in that community. So when you're posting that you're building from the ground up, or you're excited about what you're doing, people tend to gravitate towards that in that group, I noticed. Yeah, you and know. so that's why I think people want to support me because they're like, oh, she's really trying to do something a little different. i never seen a dentist post so much on these type of forums, you know. So I think it's just because I'm a little different and they're, they're not being inundated with a bunch of dental stuff, Yeah, you know, in that type of forum. So there um, they're, they're seems to be more response because of that. Because I get, I get it all the time. I'm looking for a dentist. I'm looking for a dentist. I feel kind of silly saying, hey, I'm here. But um, <laughs> if I have friends with you, they'll, they'll, they'll recommend me. Yeah. <laughs> they'll recommend me. That's but, good. That's yeah, good. I would say, yeah, I would say people could do that. Like find your like small business owners groups in your town, in your city, in your um, county. And if you could join them and just if they have questions about dentistry, just answer it. Um, just be a resource. I feel like if you're a resource, people tend to rave about you if you help them. So, yeah. Yeah, that's honestly, that's really smart because we always think about like 
I, okay, if you had to pick, if you had to pick, you know how like on your Facebook page, you make like um, uh, let's just call it, you know, anybody's dental office, like Smiles Dental, right? And you're located in LA, and so Smiles Dental of LA, and then you start documenting your process, right? But it's kind of it's good, but at the same time, it's kind of hard because you're like, okay, um, is there an audience even right watching it? So would you recommend like right now if somebody's doing a startup and it's like the opening stages to join these Facebook groups and start doing the lives in their community Facebook groups instead? If you I, th- I think so. I think so. I say do the lives on your personal Facebook and then always save the video. And I've made that, that mistake several times. I don't save the video, so I can't transfer it. And then send it to that Facebook group that you have that you're a member of that small business owner one, the Chamber of Commerce, if, if they let you do that. Um, what else? What other group? Maybe even like the mom group. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there's like a mom entrepreneurship type of group out there. Um, yeah, because that's like... Sometimes you just have to think outside the box. Sometimes that, you just have to think, like, what is everyone else doing? Maybe you need to do the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> right? Ground yeah. marketing, to be honest, ground marketing, before I opened, ground marketing was my biggest lead like biggest way of generating leads because I'll go to these events mm-hmm. like these business events and people just be so inspired that I'm opening a dental office from scratch and everyone you know that's one thing with the dental community we're offering the service people actually need not just want they actually need dentistry mm-hmm. um, as opposed to a lot of other industries that have it so much harder I know people that are selling like bracelets it's hard for someone to like sell your bracelet sometimes or you know you need a cleaning. Most people need a cleaning every six months. Actually, everyone needs a cleaning every six months. Yeah. Um. At, at a minimum, you know. Mm-hmm. And definitely, if you have cavities, you need filling. So I felt like just showing up, that was just it. Just showing up and smiling and being present and showing them how excited you are and how you can't wait to open this amazing practice to give them a great experience. It doesn't have to be the way dentistry used to be. It could be fun. It could be exciting. You could actually know your dentist. You could actually have a relationship. You know, it's like a relationship-based type of thing, service now. So mm-hmm. I just, them having that connection and seeing your face, they put their name on that list, and you give them a call, and they're, they're coming. They're coming. Um, yeah. and, that, and that's also Facebook. Like, Facebook, too, the fact that you show up and say, hey, I'm excited. Like, you know, this is what I want to bring to the table. They're going to come to you versus the other person down the street, because the other person down the street, they don't know how, how he or she looks. They don't know they're friendly. They don't know their vision. They don't know their core values. They don't know nothing. So you're already ahead of those people. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what Facebook offers. I'm I'm in front of thousands of people, you know, every day, you know, and I pay very little, or I pay very little for that. And for some, for some groups, I pay zero. Like for that Facebook group that I, you know, I know I'm part yeah. of. Yeah. My stuff gets posted. I get more action for free from that Facebook group than I get on my personal Facebook page because they have 15,000 members. I only have like 1,200 people, a little less than 1,200 people on my Facebook, you know, page. So even I would have to boost it to have that level. Even if I boost it, I can't be in front of 15,000 people. So for free, I'm in in front of 15,000 people. That's like really good. You know, that's really good. So that's how you have to see it, like, what group can you belong to that will have a sense of loyalty to you that really will want to do business with you? Yeah, um, you're right. You're right. That's why. Yeah. That, that's why I think it's like 
the group thing was brilliant like what you're doing or like what you mentioned i haven't really thought about it because it's like as you're starting out you know you're it it it, it takes you a while to build an audience right and you're like okay only my mom's watching mm-hmm. or only somebody's watching right my page but then in reality if you start p- going to these other lives and do i mean these other facebook groups and doing lives who aren't in the dental community right it's like they're just in your community that's that's even better so that's super good. Exactly. All righty. Yeah. Then, and then start early. Start early. I think a lot of people, it's like when they finally open their doors, that's when they feel comfortable advertising or doing Facebook. No, you need to do it months in advance. Like, just keep doing, do something. You know, just even if it's like a generic quote, just do something to show up and let people know that something's coming versus like the day you open and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm here. And it's like, where are the patients going to come from? Yeah. I know people do like the whole direct mailers. And a lot of people have very great success with the direct mailers, but I feel like the difference between direct mailers and the patients that I'm getting is that there's a connection already before they come through the door. So I have very, very low no-show rates because of that or cancellations because um, they feel like they kind of know me a little bit. And mm-hmm. I'm also being intentional. Like, if I have a new patient on my schedule, through local med, I'm calling that patient same day or next day to welcome them to the practice because I don't want them to just fall off the schedule because they didn't think it was an important appointment or they don't think anyone really cares. I just scheduled it online. It's not a real human. If I could make it online that easily, I could cancel it that easily. Mm-hmm. I noticed that and I saw that was like an issue and I don't wait for it to escalate. I'm like, two patients no-showed or canceled last minute? I'm like, no, I have to call these patients personally so they know we're waiting for them, we're excited to meet them. You know, I see that you have an appointment on February the 15th. Oh, that's awesome. Do you have any questions for me or concerns? Mm -hmm. You know, and just show them my enthusiasm about them, you know, choosing us. I think that tends to to make them come through the door and not just say, ah, I changed my mind. Yeah, and so. then have a Swiss Swiss cheese schedule. We're not we're not about that life, people. We're not oh, about the Swiss I, cheese schedule. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I can't have that, Michael. I can't have that. I know. <laughs> okay, so then, what's next? What's next coming up this week? This week, what is next? I think it's just um, focusing on production now. You remember before I was just working on systems and. The mm-hmm. new patient experience. I think we have our new patient experience down. Everyone's comfortable. The patients are happy. Now it's being intentional about, like, the production. Like, I'm blocking out days. I'm just not letting the schedule be full of new patient exams only and cleaning. After I have, like, two or three new patients now a day, I'm like, okay, guys, we have a goal to, to, to meet. Let's meet our goals so we could be not just busy but productive. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're working on now. We're also blocking out for training because I feel like a well-informed, a well-trained team is more efficient and more productive. So now every Thursday morning, we have training from 7.30 to 9, our first patient's 9 versus 8. Because before it was like our training was at one and we would run over seeing a new patient or doing something so we wouldn't get really a good lunch or our training was cut short or our training was eliminated completely. So now we have, you know, training every Thursday and we're talking about, you know, what issues have we identified? 
you know, what's the solution and what's the timeline to complete con- complete whatever we came up with as far as the solution. And also working on, you know, profit and loss and are we hitting our goals? Like we have something called a whiteboard that mm-hmm. Anissa Holmes um, teaches about and also like the practice that I was in, we had like a whiteboard too. It just keeps you focused. Like, are we really reaching our potential every single day? Um, so we're doing more of that type of training and discussing that every morning in the morning huddle. We're talking about our Google interviews, like, you know, who has Gmail accounts, huh? what people have Gmail accounts, where we're going to be intentional about asking them about, you know, their experience. And if they say, oh, it was amazing. We're like, you know, do you mind letting your friends and family know? They're like, no, I'm going to tell everyone. Oh my goodness. Okay, great. Well, we're going to send you a link tonight. So please respond to that link. They're like, yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's not that they wouldn't write a review possibly, but I think the fact that they confirm that they would and they actually get a link, instead of just kind of ignoring the link because they're busy or life happens, they're kind of like, you know what, I did tell Dr. Joseph that I was going to, like, write a review. <laughs> yeah. And I think that makes them more intentional about it, which is why at this point we have, like, 24 Google reviews, but we've only been open probably for, like, 30 days. Which, you know, if we keep that pace up, we're, like, going to do very well when it comes to Google reviews, which is going to help us with SEO, which is going to help us with ranking organically. And that's going to make more patients come to us versus, you know, our neighbors yeah. that have less reviews, by the way, already. <laughs> Man, but, um, it's going to be it so good. Take much, right? Yeah, that's going to yeah, be really so good. I'm excited about it. So that's what we're doing. We're just being more intentional and not working hard, but working smarter. That That's what we're doing right now. Cool. Working mm-hmm. smarter. I like that. Alrighty. Alrighty. So then until next time, Cassandra, any last words? I just have to say, team startup, stay strong. I know it's hard out here, but you guys could do it. I'm just so proud of you. When I, when I read all the stories on Facebook, everyone's saying, this was my first month, my second month. I get so excited for you guys. Everyone just seems mm-hmm. to be crushing it or doing well or preparing themselves to do very well. So keep keep pushing through keep pushing through awesome alrighty guys so check out all the links and any of the sponsorships in the show notes below and with that we'll talk to you guys next week take care guys be epic bye